And we're back and we're alive. Mike, how are you doing? Dude, it has been a while. It's been about a month since we decided it was good enough vibes in the world to drop an episode of Good Vibes Live. Sure, sure. um, Still not good enough. Like the vibes are still not good. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of good vibes going on at the same time. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mike. All right, Liam. I'm I'm going to catch you up on the last month, okay? Okay. Uh, there were some bad things that happened, Liam. There was some police brutality. I'm smiling. It's not a joking matter. There was some police brutality. I think we should restart again. You're just I uncomfortable. I understand. Yeah. Okay. It's a weird. It's a, I think we should restart because I have now vocalized it. And now it would be, or we could just edit this part out. Could you just edit all this out? No. <laughs> Don't fucking do me like that, son. Um... Dude, I just don't know how to talk about it. I don't know how to address it. I don't even know how to address it. Well, uh, Mike. Yes. I think what you want to talk about is a series of horrendous things that have happened yes. in the news. Uh, terrible stuff happens in the news all the time. You know, it's unfortunately terrible things happening in the real world though. Yeah. But we're talking about terrible things happening to people because terrible things happening to people by people that were supposed to protect people. Right. Is that what we're talking about? That is what we're talking about. Understandably, understandably. So, uh, you know, this is awkward as hell. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. How do you make good vibes out of such a negative situation? The only thing I will There's say, bro. There's a we haven't done an episode in over a month. Like this. Yeah, yeah, for real. I will yeah. say, like, what you can say good that is coming of this is there's some radical change, like, coming. Like, it took a lot of horrendous acts, but, like, so much good is good. Like, we're, we're in... A, a black renaissance like we're gonna look back on this point in history it might suck right now but i think we're gonna look back on this point in history like pretty positively like like george floyd changed the world like his his death sparked a ripple effect that like for sure is probably the biggest you know thing that's ever happened in our lives maybe 9 11 but like historically speaking like this is gonna go down as one of those moments for sure you know what i mean all amidst a uh, pandemic. Yeah, know? for real, exactly, like craziness. Then Mike, you, you kind of have a, you know, there's people that, you know, talk about things that are going on in this country, right? They have opinions, they voice them online. But you actually went out, you were in the streets, right? You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to like, talk about that really though i mean like i guess like i will say that like i only saw love bro like for real like sincerely the news will show you so much of the negative that happened in the streets they 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 tried to portray it as riots i mean there for sure were riots in some places but like the protests i went to were like overwhelmingly loving like the the camaraderie the like just the the group effort that went into all of it. Like uh, a girl I went to high school with actually organized a couple of them. And it was like incredible to see how active she was, like how proactive she was, like something I wish I could have done. Like 
I wish I knew how to go about doing those things. And like, she just took it. Like she took the bull by the horns and like organized these protests for hundreds and hundreds of people to come out. And like, you know, these, these older black voices speaking on like how, how much this reminds them of what happened back in the original civil rights movement, like to see the, the, the masses, the numbers, like, there's still people protesting, bro. Like it's still happening. They want you to think it's no longer happening. It is still happening in so many cities. Like it's, it's overwhelming. There's a lot of good coming out of a horrible situation. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, uh, I am a student of history. I love it. Uh, I think a lot of the world's problems it can be solved when people can appreciate where people are coming from. And I think if we are all, you know, educated in the realities that people go through, live through, exist in, and experience life in, it equips anyone with that information uh, more readily than a lot of people are out there today, right? So, what I mean to say by that is, you know, I, I've been watching and it's been inspirational to see that, you know, in this country, uh, even in the midst of a pandemic, you know, uh, spiraling uh, economy, uh, uh, some added out tomato man leading the country, um, you know, on the brink of war with Iran and China and China's on the brink of war with India. When all this shit is going on, you know, there's, there's going to be people that can recognize injustice and will speak on its behalf and advocate for change. You know, even, even if it's chaos, voices can rise and not get drowned out. And I think yeah, it's, uh, all these changes, anything that's happened as a result of this positively, um, uh, it's been a long time coming, long overdue. It is unfortunate that it took the murder of people on camera for the world to recognize the stark, grave reality that some people live in. And, you know, especially when someone's, you know, assessing what's going on from uh, a different lot in life, you know, maybe they've never had a negative interaction with a police officer. But you can watch a video now and you can see more viscerally than maybe ever before, you know. Things, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like just video is what it took. It wasn't like it was just this one is what it took. It wasn't like this one instance, you know, was what caused change. It, it is, you can just name name after name after name of person that have, you know, has been taken uh, unjustly uh, in the hands of the law. Uh, I think it's a beautiful thing that in like, amidst all this stuff where we're seeing like decades of needed progress, you know? Yeah. And it, um, it's one of the few things giving me hope at the moment <laughs> in humanity. Uh, as far as, because, you know, you, you know, everything else, I guess I mentioned, it's a really say, bad time. Overall, no, dude, for, I think it's the opposite. That's the thing. 
there's I think, good and bad. But I think the pandemic. bad is, yeah, bro. Of course, there's a pandemic, and there's, there's okay, all right, pandemics things for sure. But like, there's a lot of bad at the forefront right now. Oh, yeah. All the all the bads in your face right now. But the good is like about to, you know, the dark has to come for the light, baby. <clears throat> I don't know how soon it's going to be. Like, it's probably going to be a minute, realistically. We before we uh, before we got on, we wanted to talk about the Confederate flag. Like that's it. That's an issue. I think we should get right into that. I mean, we're talking, talking the talk. The, got a lot to talk about. Bro. Yeah, yeah, got a lot to talk about about that yeah. because it really comes down to like that is absurd. In 2020, bro, I went to high school in New York. New York, the Yankees, the New York Yankees. There was kids coming to my high school in New York, a school with plenty of diverse people with confederate flags bro they're they're trucks they have confederate flags like that's absurd that's just not what what defense do you have for that other than racism like other than ignorance to be honest i was gonna say it's it's ignorance (laughs) it's like like, you're you're, i don't want to you know call you stupid because that's rude like it's not like i think a lot of these people bro are just victims of a system as well like i know that sounds weird like to you got to look at them like victims. Like they don't know any better. Like they're that ignorant. Like it's crazy how untaught the, these people are rooted in hate. You know what I mean? Like they've only been taught hate. They've only been taught horrible things from their household. So that's what they believe to be true. And then they go out in the world and they're, they're told they're, that's wrong. And that just makes them hold on to that hate even harder. You know what I mean? Like it's like, all oh, these people think I'm wrong. Like, who are they? Who are they? So you hold up that hate, like, especially because a lot of, people who think they're wrong go about it in a hateful way to call them stupid, to call them ignorant, to call them racist. And they are probably all of those things. But when you hear those things, you're not going to be accepting to the message that you're going to get. You're going to just immediately become abrasive and like defensive. So like opposition, exactly. It ties back into like they're victims too. Like they've been lied to, they've been manipulated to believe this lie that they, they, it's so, like heritage, pride, these wrong things, these things that are blatantly wrong, but they believe them so hardcore. Like we gotta, <laughs> I guess we gotta educate it out of them, but I really don't know how, dude. Like I. So the irony is not lost on me, you know, with this haircut I'm uh, rocking, long overdue, uh, kind of going into the back. My head there, it's almost like a mullet. It looks like my name might be uh, you look more like an afro than a mullet. Oh, really? I'm it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, it's kind of mullety, but it, it's long, it's poofy though. It's very poofy. Well, it's just because I take good care of it, but you moose, you let's use just moose? say I'm a few roots away from you know looking like I belong in the back of some truck, you know, on the way to a NASCAR event with like a flying a confederate my name looks like it could have been silas yeah, any white person look can look that way dude so the irony is not lost on me i need a haircut much like anyway i to the point of uh the confederate flag right um it's funny if any organization were responsible for the deaths of six hundred thousand american lives today Wearing that flag would be grounds to get your ass kicked, right? I, I would think so. And it's weird that, like, you know, distance by less than 200 years, 
and slavery, <laughs> you know, in conjunction to the, the deaths. And then that, 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 that number comes from, you know, uh, both sides, obviously. And a lot of people say that, you know, I, it's funny. I, I don't know if you've been on Facebook lately or if you've been on Facebook, but it's a really great way to get some anecdotal information about the people you grew up with and, and know and see how they interact and treat one another and talk about things and how they get ideas across. You know, and a, a lot of people still have this, you know, Southern pride in a war they fought over for slavery and fucking lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you can call it pride, man. You can have an ancestor that fought for slavery. You can have an ancestor that fought and died for slavery. And their sacrifices might have been real. And to some people, that person could have been a hero. But the reality is, you're fighting for an evil. And Yo. that flag represents a group of people that if they were around today would be deemed the most successful terrorist organization ever. And I think if you wear that flag, it tells me a few things. Either you're an asshole and you support, believe and endorse the Confederacy Maybe you just like symmetry, I don't know. But what it tells me, if it's not that, that you're an idiot. I, I truly think if you're wearing the flag, you know, you're dumb as fuck. I've been, I've been holding this in for a long time, Mike. I see it, I live dude, in Central I know, I know, dude. Okay? I, and not just in Central Massachusetts, you hear that and it's like, oh, it's like fucking Libcuck City. Everyone thinks that about mass, right? No I way. In a region where four fifths of these districts are red, okay? And it is, I, I can walk, no, I know specifically from right here, I go on a walk uh, every few days. In fr uh, one of the houses I pass uh, has a Confederate flag, a big old sign says Trump train 2020, which but totally beside the point, whoever you are, if you put a fucking sign on someone's name in front of your property, I think you're a loser. That's like, fucking weird, bro. Like, I don't care which side you're repping. If you're repping the side on your front lawn, you're fucking like, bro, post it on Facebook. Like, key, like even then, like still like shut the shut up. Like you're, you're a weirdo to like publicize your opinions that hardcore. So big old Confederate flag hanging above a Trump train 2020. All, it says like all aboard the Trump train. And it looks like fucking Space Mountain. I don't know. But like... Douchebag. I see that. Uh, and in my high school, similar to yours, there were people that would bring the Confederate flag in and they'd have it on their trucks. And, you know, they would wear it proudly. And then you'd talk to them and they wouldn't really have a lot to say in defense. They would just kind of be like, it's... My pride, it's my heritage. Who are you? You're that one, right? Oh, of course, bro. It's my it's my heritage. It's heritage. No, Who is heritage? Oh, oh yeah, I do hear the thunder right now. I thought you meant like, have you heard that from these people before too? Because oh, yeah. that's the weirdest defense in the world, especially when you're from the north. Like, whose heritage, sir? And I hate to tell you, I hate to be the one to break it to you, 
but it's a fucking shitty heritage. Like it's a, you're a loser for one. Like you're repping a loot. Like even, you lost. Exactly, dude. Like what? What in the world? Like you're repping the losing side and you're like, well, I'm, I'm allowed to like, yeah, you're allowed to, but everyone's going to think you're an asshole. No. And rightfully so. Like they're going to know you're an asshole because you have yeah. to be an asshole. You have to be. I want to, dude, when I was driving here, bro. All right. So I'm in Colorado right now for, you know, for the, for the folks, I just moved to Denver from New York. So I'm no longer in New York. I'm in Denver. We're in my new flooded dude. I had to get, I had to GTFO of New York. It was just too much. It was too much for me. Uh, I'm smoking some legal weed over here. You know what I mean? It's it's fucking, we got that critical mass in, in the joint. Vaping some legal PCP. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're in legal states now. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, I forgot what I was talking about because I'm fucking dude. This legal, I want to just off topic for a second. Sure. This Colorado weed is dangerous, brother. I be getting high, bro. I forgot I moved to Colorado the other day. Like I was sitting, <laughs> I was sitting in my living room, and because I have nothing, dude. I just moved here. Like I'm I'm still unpacking, so I'm just sitting in my living room, super smacked, and I'm like, oh man, like. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get to my house. And so I'm like looking around. I'm like, wait a minute, this is my house now. But I'm like, oh, what the heck? Like I'm thinking, I'm like at home, like trying to get sure. home. Sure. But yeah, I know, I am home. I am home. I am home. Anyways, driving here because I took, I took my time driving here. You know, I, I saw the states. And uh, dude, first off, Iowa is the worst state that's ever existed in history of anything in the world you, you can try and come at me with any other state there's nothing worse than iowa i don't care there was, was trump like flags for hundreds of miles bro all it was was just fields like just corn and just nothing just nothing and i hated it and i want i was literally having an anxiety attack driving through iowa i just wanted to get to nebraska yeah. so bad i like nebraska. nebraska good okay you know what? I, got, I only liked I Nebraska. Too, so Nebraska I, sucks I, I for sure. Things. Nebraska sucks. I, I honestly don't have a lot of love for the Midwest. Um, the Midwest, is, other than Chicago, Chicago's dope. Sure. I no, dude. Oh, is Ohio the Midwest? I don't think so. I don't okay. count it. I, yeah, I guess. What is, so what's the, is like Indiana the Midwest? I think you know. I think you know. I mean, you're saying I know, but I don't think I, I clearly no, I don't, don't know. know because I, I'm I believe, I believe. I don't know it's. I'm talking about the states I drove through to get to Yosemite, and I'm talking about Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri. Yeah, those are like the mid Midwest, though. That's like Bible country. Yeah. yeah. Speaking, dude. Speaking of Bible country, mm. when I was in when I was in Nebraska, I just wanted to like experience a farm town diner. Dude, so I drove, I drove off the highway and just into the middle of nowhere at night just to check out this. I felt like I was in space, bro. It was crazy. You could see stars from everywhere. The moon, like I look like I could touch it. But so I decided to go to this like weird little diner in the morning and there's mad truckers and farmers in there and they're talking to me. Like they, I stuck out like a sore thumb, bro. Like I went in there and immediately everyone's like, this kid's not from here. And they were like, oh, where? Because they all knew each other. Like, oh. Where are you from, youngster? And I'm like, it's a Yankees hat on. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually had an Atlanta Braves hat on. But so I'm, I'm sitting there like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from New York. And they're like, oh, like New 
York boy, blah, blah, blah. So, bro, they're telling me about cows. They used to fist fight, physically assault one another over what type of cow is better. Like the black Angus beef cows or like the, the typical black and white cows. Like they, they literally only have a certain type of cow now because there was like farmer fights. Farmers would fight each other for these cows. It's incredible. It's, oh, yeah. The, it's a different universe. Like it's not, it's not the same America that we grew up in. You know what I mean? Isn't that, doesn't that bring us back to kind of what we were uh, talking about? Definitely, bro. De- and the, but that's, that's also like on the subject of what we were talking about, bro. The needs of the farmers in Nebraska and the needs of, you know, you and I in the Northeast are so different, bro. Like to be ran under the same federal government. Like I'm, I'm not a, you know, I, who am I to talk? I don't know shit about Jack, but it seems pretty stupid to run them under the same government. I think, uh, there's never been a more obvious and apparent argument for that point than coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> you, you want, like we don't have a unified plan in this country because we let states decide it. And when that happens, like the virus doesn't give a fuck about state borders. If you want to fucking actually combat this virus, you need to act like you're one. Right. That's how New Zealand for instance, yeah, but New they Zealand's, left zero cases. Bro, look at the size of New Zealand and the size of a state in America. Yeah, New York is bigger like, than New Zealand. The, the idea is like, we don't stand a chance right. unless... A, a place like America doesn't stand a chance regardless. Like a city, New York City does not stand a chance against coronavirus no matter what we do, bro. Like it's just not going to work. Like to compare New Zealand to New York, like that, that's like we can compare New Zealand to a town in Nebraska a town that was completely unaffected by the virus because there's nobody there and there's like nothing going on. So they're not going to get hit hard. So New I Zealand's mean, easy. Like, it's not like you go like New York has people flying into it every, like New Zealand's more isolated. Mm-hmm. So New Zealand has a city of 1.5 million people uh, known as Auckland on the yeah. North Island. Right. So I believe it's their capital. Um, 1.5 million people is a shit ton of people. Bro, that's still not it's even not, that It's many not 300 people. million people, 330 million people, however many people we have in this country. But my point is, they were able to do it. It is possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Re- but who's the, like, first point, off, first off, point. I don't believe they have absolutely zero cases of coronavirus. Yeah, no, I mean, they definitely have people with coronavirus. It's just probably not as severe as other countries. Yeah, and, the, you know, after... Auckland, it's fucking like another three and a half cheap. million people spread out between fucking so much. Yeah, I think there's like one other major city of less than a million people. But um, my my yeah, my point is like, if you could break this country down into because there's no unifying you know decision making going on here, right? There's no strate- there's no reason to have it. It's like when news. It's like when uh, Switzerland, right, uh, didn't do anything, but all the countries around them did, right? Yeah. New you Switzerland went kind of nuts for a few weeks, but because there were no new cases coming in, it, you know, and everyone else around them was being really strict about it, you know, it, it was it kind of went, you know. I'm actually not sure what happened to Switzerland. Did they they go to war? Is there anything? Anyone left? Has anyone checked in? 
I don't know how Switzerland is either, but dude, either way, all, like the argument you're making for like, we should have a unified governing body would be like the European Union. Like we can still have something that unites the United States, but we shouldn't have the federal body of government that we like the states should be like more like countries in Europe. You know what I mean? Like London or no, cause London's a bad example cause it's an island, but like in, in Europe, in Europe, they're pretty much just big states, not even big bro. States are as big as some countries. Shout, uh, shout out to Dan in the UK. He listens to us. Dan he's in the, the UK. He's, he's the, he's the man. He's the man. So, um, like way fucking cooler than that. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just saying, like, it's crazy. You were saying it was. Cr- you were saying that it's crazy that you know there is like a government entity and like how. What the fuck were you saying? <laughs> I fucking don't know, dude. <laughs> why did I don't. You think I don't know. Camera was like a good idea. What? Why did Why did we think smoking on camera was a good idea? Because Liam, the vibes have been low, and we needed to get high to raise them. Speaking yeah, of, dude, I have a wonderful song for this week. Sure, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Just teasing, teasing. Cool. yeah. Cool. It, it fits definitely the a... of, there's no theme of the week, but it fits what it would be if I were running the episode. That's definitely a good, a good out of the immediate thing we were just talking about. But I'm gonna bring it back. So, uh, you know, we, we were like, hey, we're gonna have a serious conversation. Let's get high for it because we're not like gonna talk about it probably constructively well or you know where we suck uh, to, uh, you know together and uh, the whole point of this is to be positive and bring good energy about but the confederate flag if you wear it if you fucking raise it you're you fucking are not american dude you're not in i agree you i agree suck. dude i Those agree i Americans. agree but that's not even what we we got we're we're so far past the confederate flag subject got a lot to talk if you wanna, if you wanna keep ripping about, no, apart the Confederate flag, people, bring it bro, up. we should bring, we should bring a conf. And you know what? I'll fight it. I'll fight somebody for charity who wears a Confederate flag. And like, if I, you know, if I beat them, when I beat them, because I'm very confident in my fighting abilities, yeah, when I yeah. beat their ass, uh, they have to donate their life savings to not to Black Lives Matter, but to bail funds. Yeah, I want it to be the bail funds. This is a. Thank you for saying this, because it reminded me. Uh, I think Confederate flags have a place. I think they should exist. We shouldn't burn them all. I don't think we should be destroying statues of Confederate soldiers. Do you mean that? I think context is everything. I think that there's value in Confederate flags and statues of the like in a museum. Where things, where things are contextualized so we don't forget our history. And kind I think like, initially to that museum, all of it gets donated to, you know, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whatever the fuck you wanted to donate to. So groups affected can profit mm. off of things they did. That's, you know, that's, destroying, like that. destroying it is... When you, when you destroy history, when you erase history you lose people's ability to, you know, that, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes all the time. I like that. But it's you like, forget, you know, if you, if you erase it, it's like pretending it didn't happen, yeah. which is an injustice to everyone affected. 
Yeah, yeah. It needs to be contextualized and it should be, you know, probably. And I also, I think like they should do like, uh, you know, maybe like, you know, like Disney World will take your photo as you're going down the fucking Splash Mountain. Uh, I think if someone gets too close or looks too happy in there, they should take your photo and just put it online or something. I don't know. Like, like I, I, call out I, the races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can go to Auschwitz, you know what I mean? Like you can you can visit Auschwitz. So I see what you're saying. Like we should have a, like you shouldn't be on streets. Like you shouldn't walk down the street and see a slave owner statue. Absolutely not, bro. But like I get what you're saying. We're like there's a bad place for them. Like it's a it's an uncool. Like it's a museum of history, but it's a terrible, ugly history of what this dude this fucking weird country is done like like because ah, it's it's so easy to fucking hate on how america started like every single nation started poorly you know what i mean like all of us are colonizers somewhere all of europeans at least all of white europeans come from a colonizing culture but like it's most 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 yeah yeah i mean but, the irish though i mean like they yeah i mean irish were never fled to we america were, yeah we were oppressed but like they were it was that was oppression in england i got your point you could you blend in in america though when you came here but like american culture is like colonization you know what i mean like it but like today mm-hmm. there is nowhere else on the like america has its problems for sure but there's nowhere in the fucking world like America. Like, yeah, that's the reason why it's, it's amazing. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, actually. Like, you know, our story, you know, we're called, we were called when we were, when I was younger, I remember hearing a lot in school, we referred to as the melting pot, right? You know, yeah. it's, we were the first place where like a collision of cultures happened and people had to live amongst each other, you know, it's the, but like, you know, not everyone willingly came here, you know, and that's, uh, you know, do you want, like, can't, you know, that's a part of history you need to remember and appreciate. Is my yeah. Everything yeah. needs to be remembered and appreciated for what it did down the road. And like, Sam, we need to learn, we need to learn a more accurate history, bro. Like, oh, we yeah. learn, first off, bro, I, this is something that's fucking despicable we learn about black history as if it started with slavery you know what i mean like like mm-hmm. you can't like well, i can what do you mean uh, dude like we don't learn like uh, i don't know how i guess i don't really know how to vocalize i feel like that's what i mean like we learn about black history in our school system as if it started with slavery like we don't yeah. learn about like the african tribes and whatnot and like what uh, what was so, going on there before everything um, yeah, so I mean, at least, you know, African American history, you know, does start with slavery. And, you know, why do we go? Why don't we go back and learn about, you know, the interactions between cultures and countries like that? I mean, you know, how much do you know about like European relationships other than probably World War Two? We learned we learned European history in school. Like we learned I learned just as much about Rome, Greece and like England as I did about America. Yeah, you are right. You are right. So, okay, there a lot there's a couple reasons here. Um a lot of history was lost when people were taken, you know, That's true. and yeah. like a lot of like I don't know. I don't mean this as a joke, but I don't know 
you know, it's not funny. I think you'll get what I'm saying here. It's a little bit harder for some people to use Ancestry.com. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say, dude. You can trace my Ancestry back. Yeah. Like, I, I, I actually, I don't know. My, I'm a bad example because my grandparents came from wild Ireland. Like, like <laughs> they were orphans in some crazy farm shit. Sure. But, like, most people, most people can trace their Ancestry back relatively far and easily we're like we destroyed black history like ancestry like they they don't know where they came from you know what i mean like we just took it we just took them i i say we because we're white it obviously was not you and i but like yeah, there was a lot there was a lot of pronoun problems there yeah i know yeah. you didn't mean it <laughs> i didn't mean it yeah but like yeah. i it's just like and that's like one of the harder, you know, you, you know, so we're, we're, you're trying to talk about this. I think it's clear, you know, I think it's clear what's side around here and like, yeah, uh, you know, history is only accurate and, uh, when, you know, it's like reported accurately and that's just not the case for too many people. And, and history will never be reported accurately though, bro, because who controlled like who controls the future controls the past. Like whoever's controlling the present controls the narrative, bro. Like yeah. we are the winner. We won these wars. We're going to tell the story. Like, and not even that, if you go to another country, you're going to learn a different story than you learned in America. Like you're not going to learn world war two in Japan, the same way we learned it here. Yeah. We no, dropped fucking atomic bombs on that country. That's and the right then call. we like, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I could never make the call. Like whether or not it's the oh. right one. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, just the to store, uh, like I hear that argument, it's brought up all the time in like history courses and shit. So uh, I think there's maybe other ways we could have done it, you know, but the reality was if we didn't do that, we would have conducted a much more, violence uh island hopping campaign which would have actually resulted in way more deaths on both sides i mean at the end of the day dude like american involvement was always there like world war ii even before we were in it america was involved you know we were breaking like war law we we're committing mm -hmm. war crimes like funding certain things like george bush's fucking grandfather helped fund hitler like Prescott Bush, like that, that family, dude, like that family, the Bush family, like needs to be, we need to bring that family to justice. Like there's so much horrible history with that family. And three of them have been, no, two of them have been presidents. Prescott was like a senator, I think. And fucking dude, like U.S. Standard Oil funded the Nazi party, man. Like, like the same the dude. Nazi party is you know nazis are the reason why we got on the moon all right yes Nazi scientists that i get that we dude used that were responsible for atrocities in world war ii we had them help us build our rocket rocket uh you know engine uh, engines and technology oh so you're backing my point here mm -hmm. i thought you were defending the nazi party no. for a second no, no, no. okay i got very really? concerned when you just said the nazi signed i was like is this cat like saying, well, they weren't all bad. I get what you're saying now though. I get what you're saying. You're yes, saying like, I'm, I'm saying we're very involved. Like we, yeah, we were dude. no, we weren't innocent. 
at all. Dude, we had internment camps. We had internment camps here. Like, we have camps now. We have camps now. We have camps now, dude. During like, a pandemic. Fucking pandemic. We we'll have people like just want a fucking life that's like worth living. And we put them in fucking cages during a goddamn pandemic. We, we separate them. children from their fam from their parents, dude. We take baby children, these child, like imagine being eleven. And a government official from fucking Arkansas comes in. Cause this is dude, this is what this cat's career is, bro. To be an agent that comes into your home and takes you from your family, bro, and then puts you in a cage. Like not even sends you back to Mexico, puts you in a fucking cage. Yeah. Not just Mexico, whatever country these people are coming from. Like it just Mexico is a very obviously prominent one. Well, yeah, we're action. referring to like I, you know, ice. Ice. In particular, like, the, there's definitely a lot of Southern, Southern American borders. people too. Yeah, yeah like, yes. yeah. I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't think you, you know, misspoke in a bad yeah. way. Yeah, I'm just uh, fucking do this. I like, we're good we're vibes getting, live. Getting through it, we're getting. I know, through dude. It. I guess really, like the best, like the way to always spin it. The way the only thing that keeps me fucking going is like mm -hmm. people are becoming aware. That's sure. the thing that keeps me going. Even with Donald Trump, I'm like, yo, this man's such a clown, bro. Like you ever, you ever seen idiocracy? Of course. It came to fruition. Like we did that shit. We yeah. elected a celebrity president. This, this cat talked to this middle American folk as if he was one of them, bro. Like they related to the him. This man's been a millionaire before he was a billionaire. Like he never knew what it was like to, to struggle like he's always been crazy rich and you think you can relate to this guy like he's just playing you like he's playing all these people like fiddles bro and he just knows what to say to get them fucking riled up america make america great again donald trump's gonna do it for us but the truth of the fucking matter is bro he hates those people he hates poor people they all fucking hate poor people. They just don't like poor people. They, they don't want them to exist. And they're just fucking, the poor people are supporting him. Yeah. I, um, you know, growing up where I grew up. I do hear that. Yeah. I just went on a. You entertain. I went on a tangent right there. I kind of lost my train of thought and emotion in pouring a. My disdain for Donald. I guess what, oh, what I was saying what was good about him, which nothing is good about him, but like, at least like, people are paying more attention now than ever before. Like we, you know, George Bush was no better. And what happened when Obama was president was no better. Like whether or not Obama was a good person, I do not know. But I do know bad things were happening when he was president, too. It's just now we're all paying attention to all the bad things that our country does. And, like, it's scary because we're finally noticing it. But, like, that awakening is going to lead to a better life because so many people want a better life. And so many people see this better life now. They're like, we don't need to do this. We, there's no reason at all everybody can't be fed, like, we have the resources to house everybody. We have the resources to feed everybody. We have everything we need here and now. And like, there's no more hiding that. Like we're all so aware of everything going on 
and how the game is played. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I guess that's like, that's the only way we're going to win this game. Like they've been playing us for so long. They've been playing us for really since, <laughs> since like the, the Roman Catholic church, since like the monetization of religion. If Liam comes back to this, this is going to be a crazy interlude for him to come into. It's like, there he is. There he is. Bro, you just missed, I, I kind of went on a, a tangent about how even though Donald Trump is evil, he woke people up because we've been evil. We've been doing evil things for a while, but now people are paying attention more than ever. So with this attention grab, it's going to lead to change. Like so many people know we can change, know how to make this change. Like so many wonderful minds exist, dude. Like so many people are going human beings are incredible at the end of the day like as much evil happens on this earth like we do so many incredible things every single day and we're going to continue to do incredible things until we're in a better life like in a better light of society we're constantly evolving and now we're so much more conscious than ever we're so much more connected and it's it shows it shows people are more empathetic for sure like i 1 billion percent believe people are more empathetic now than ever before like we're more able, cause we can see things more now. We can see how you're feeling every day, day to day. You can tell me how you're feeling via this device that you carry with you everywhere you go. And now you can just send something out really quick about how you're feeling. And now I can understand like, you're not as easy it is to manipulate your own life on social media, like on Instagram to show like the glamor. Sure. You do see a lot of the realities of, of tragedy in people's lives. Yeah. Whether or not they even want it there, people are always filming. You know what I mean? They're like, so we're yeah. so aware. <sighs> I, uh, Just good things coming. Good things coming. I hope so. I think um, there's a lot to be said about the desensitization uh, a lot of people have, and uh, the jadedness of some people today. And I know that you know in 2016, you know people thought the same thing. You know. Yeah, and, dude, but listen, no, listen, like, listen. Yeah, yeah. This generation of ch children, like this mm -hmm. Gen Z, I don't know if I'm a millennial or if I'm a Gen Z. I'm like Who that. Brain. Am I Gen Z? 90, I'm 96. I'm like end of millennial, yeah. beginning of Gen Z. But these young Gen Zs, bro, like these these kids like graduating high school are like wildly fucking so far ahead of where any other generation has been. Like these kids are so smart, bro. Yeah, exactly. They have said they've had cell phones and like they're so smart. Like they're yeah. <laughs> they're going to fix the problems. Like they're going to be yeah. the ones to do it. I'm here to ride I, their coattails. I, uh, I I hope so, man. I um I know that the rest of this year is going to be tough. <laughs> you know, it's been a it's a this is a defining year uh, for a number of reasons, uh, and it's going to decide. You know the actions made by people are going to decide. You know it's all. You know it's an election year. This always happens. The actions of people decide future actions. But it's uh, it's definitely one of the most important ones. And it would be really cool to see uh, young people participate in a vote for their favorite rapist. So no, bro. See, that's the thing. That's some shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know. No, but they, dude, you're just saying. But like, there's more than two candidates. Like we need to yeah. stop pretending we can only vote for Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Howie Hawkins, the Green Party candidate, is out there talking 
everything yeah. we're saying, bro. Like he's all about defunding the police, like demilitarizing the police, like getting people out of jail. Like he is for mm-hmm. the people, by the people, like, and not even, yo, even if he's not, break the stigma, like stop giving them the power. We need to vote. Like we need to shock the vote. You know what I mean? Like shock the boat a little bit. Like we're not voting for two parties anymore. Fuck that yeah. noise. There's been, you know, uh, you know, third party candidates, you know, at the very least have the capacity to disrupt things. Um, names escaping me, but the last third party candidate, I believe, took votes away from the guy going against Bush Sr. Fuck, I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure I checked out. Anyway. Al Gore? No, it was Bush Jr. Bush wow. Jr. in 2000. Uh, he made the internet, you know. Uh, Al Gore? Yep. And invented also, global warming. Yeah, I was going to say he also created global warming. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Good stuff. That's going to be the title of the episode. Al Gore created global warming. Can I say something about that really quick? Uh, about global sure. warming? Yeah. All right. This is my truthful, honest, like, you guys are going to be like, Mike Carm really did call it. We're all going to be dead. But like within the next hundred, I'd say within a hundred years, a hundred years, a hundred to 130 years, 2150 at the latest, the world's going to flood. And no, you're laughing. You're laughing. But we're coming out of an ice age still. The polar caps are melting. The sea level's rising. We're still heating the earth. So what's going to happen, Liam? There's going to be a giant fucking flood. Mad. OD. So many people are going to die. Like, I'm not, I'm saying it jokingly because I'm not going to be here. So it's like, I don't really give a fuck. Because like, listen, bro, like the earth, the universe balances itself out. Like we're hella overpopulated right now. Sure. It's just going to be like, we're, we're destroying her. We're destroying Gaia every single day. So she's like going to get tempered with us. She's going to say, I've had enough. I'm flooding you boys out. I'm getting, I'm getting rid of the squad. The dolphins are going to reign supreme. Squad. Dolphins are going to reign supreme. Eventually, <laughs> life is going to fucking work out. Land is going to yeah. come up again. And whatever happens is going to happen. Like, whatever the next step in evolution is, is going to take. Yo, let's have some fun with this. You got a small boat. It's the last boat. Okay. And living equipment for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you can return to the land. But until then... You're on that boat with these five people mm. from history. Hmm. Who are they? Any five people in history? Yeah, That's yeah. Such a bad, like on the spot on question the spot to question. ask me. Cause I have no idea. Any, fi- any Genghis Khan for sure. Like I need that guy with that me. Monster on that boat. He, yeah, he's bro. Fuck. Mike, he's going to kill you and then fuck your throat. No, 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 no. I'm the, I'm the captain of the boat. Like they're Not all when Genghis Khan is there. Yes, Genghis respects me for sure. Okay. I guarantee. What's gonna I... happen? What's gonna happen? Because this is how fucking idiots like you work. Like, wow. The two of you are gonna be like, I'm the leader, and then one of you is gonna kill the other. Well, then he's gonna then die. The it's gonna suck that Genghis is gonna have to die that early. <laughs> but like, Genghis coming. All right, all right. Hypothetically speaking, they all sure. recognize me as captain of the boat. Fair this enough, is my this is my all time squad. Yeah, I can because I need killers, bro. Like, sure, we're sure. out here. Like, we're gonna have to. Like, I don't know. Wait, are we facing other humans at any point? Uh, maybe when we return to land, there's gonna be, uh, you know, like, you know, tribes. Of... Yeah, I need killers. I need killers. Yeah, you're gonna. Genghis Khan. Yeah. you're gonna need to kill. Genghis Khan is coming with me for sure. Kobe Bryant, rest his beautiful, beautiful soul. You want Kobe? Need... 
I 100% want Kobe. Interesting. What are you what are you saying interesting for? Definitely not saying anything, Mike. Please Kobe move on. Bryant. Kobe Bryant is an easy pick, bro. That determination. Great that at will, basketball. Yeah, and more than great at basketball. Get me out of here, Mike. Keep talking. Kobe Bryant. Okay, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. I'm just being the contrarian here. I don't yeah. mean it. It was a tragedy. But better you, you know. better not talk that talk about Kobe. I don't. Kobe I, won an Oscar, I think. He won some film award. He created a film and won an award Oscars, for it. Mike. A lot of people do with Oscars. Kobe's Kobe. Literally, there's nobody in the world that works as hard as Kobe, or worked, excuse me, as hard as Kobe Bryant did. Yo, I remember when I fucking got that. I was I was working, and I got that like uh, notification on my phone. I was like, surreal. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Why did it like? Why does this happen? Well, you know. And then like it comes out that it's like fucking do- uh, next guy, next person on the boat, please. Michelle Obama. She's cool. like, she's the real leader of the yeah. show. You know what I mean? Okay. Like she's the ringleader. I'm just the, the, my ego needs to be fed. So I'm the captain. You know what I mean? Behind but every, uh, Michelle runs it. Michelle runs man it. is a stronger woman. Definitely. Definitely. And she Smarter. would be, in my opinion, I, I have a crush on Michelle Obama. Is Obama on the boat? No, absolutely oh, not. You get it? You get it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm dividing. Of course. Listen, I'll be there for her. Obama, he's not on the boat. But Michelle would definitely make the boat. Michelle would definitely make the boat. So that's Kobe, Obama Michelle. Died tragically, like gone. sacrificing himself. Like he's the last guy. He, like he died to save his family. He died to save his family. Yeah, he's moving the boat from the pier. This fucking yeah. giant wave come in, and he's like, "I gotta, I gotta." He jumps off. He knows. <laughs> Stop he talking knows. about Obama dying. Next person. Uh, next person, please. Next person, please, is oh, damn, bro. This is hard. I'm trying to think like historic now, like very historic. Like sure. So let me think. I got Genghis Khan. I got Kobe. I got Michelle. I mean, like, dude, John Lennon. Like John Lennon has to be on the boat. Like it kind of has to be. Did you say that's John stupid? Lennon and Genghis Khan are hanging out. That is yeah, exactly, dude. It's it's like the it's they're gonna they're gonna learn from each other. I just I just think Genghis Khan isn't a good call. Mike. I'm Genghis Khan real. would teach me more than most people ever could. I, I really think he's might kill every one of you. Like in your no, he was no. a he killed more people than anyone. Yeah, anyone ever has. I know. Genghis Khan is like the greatest like emperor. Like oh, he's the greatest conqueror. Yeah, murderer, conqueror, like, bad person. Mass you say he's a bad person. You say he's a bad person. Well, history does, like facts. But like, he was conquering. You know what I mean? Like, you got me there. I don't have anything to say to that. I'm not saying what he did was right, but he was the best at what he did. That's why yeah. Kobe Bryant's on the on the ship. That's why John. They're the best at what they do. But you could okay? have Ted Bundy on that boat, and he would. Be less of a bad person comparatively. He'd also be less of a less of a like a good like when I when I get into these wars, I don't want Ted Bundy. I want Genghis Khan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I like I hear. I just okay. Last person, Mike. You got to round it off. My last person. (sighs) That's tough, dude. Like one spot, one spot to rule them all, and like. Gandalf doesn't exist in this reality because Gandalf would definitely be my last person. 
Um, that would have been that would have been a sweet call. Yeah, Gandalf would. Yeah. I wouldn't need anybody if I had Gandalf. You know what? You know what? I'm bringing on Will Ferrell just for like entertainment. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a good. That's that is a. Like I watched that movie. You know, I would that watch would that. A, movie. That would be a horrible movie, to be honest. Yeah, man. It's not. Go- I don't know. I don't. I just. It's conflicting. Maybe if the, all of you understand that you guys are all that you got, and there's yeah, that's else. what I'm saying. Like, there's only us. Like, Genghis Khan isn't going to kill us. He needs us. I can't believe Obama died for Genghis Khan to live. It's crazy. Yeah, but Michelle Obama lived. Of course. He died for Michelle to live. Genghis wasn't with us yet. We found Genghis later. Wow. Which isn't true because Genghis was my first, my first pick. So, like, how'd, the, how'd that conversation go? Were you like, guys, I, I met someone out while I was uh, on patrol of some islands. I don't know an ice cap that hasn't melted or something. I don't know what the situation is in this world we're making, but you know, you, you meet Genghis Khan maybe on another boat and then you have to go back to John Lennon, Michelle Obama and Kobe and be like, guys, the most notorious rapist, murderer, serial killer, warmongering psychopath the world has ever known. We need him for when things get tough. I'm not saying you can't convince them. Kobe, he's got that winning mentality. He might, see where Genghis Khan was coming from just just from that angle you know I think they all would dude I think they all would because I think everybody I mentioned is a master of their craft like nobody I met like like Will Ferrell is a master comedian John Lennon is a master musician Michelle Obama is a master educated I honestly like John John Lennon was a master at getting murdered John Lennon got murdered for sure but like what is michelle obama's like working title because she was like you know first lady i don't know mike seems i'm I'm asking you the guy who wanted to have her on a boat well she's wildly intelligent yeah i mean what is what was she you know she was the first lady so she didn't necessarily need to have she wasn't like she wasn't like a regular first lady she was a the most overqualified like she happened to be the first lady. Yeah, let's look into it because I feel disrespectful not knowing this off the top two, of I'm pretty sure she has like two Ivy League degrees cool. and we need that education on our boat. Her leadership skills. Princeton University. Yeah, you, yeah, you nailed it. Princeton University. She's 5'11". Nice. Uh, Princeton University, uh, Bachelor of Arts, and then Harvard University, Juris Doctor. What was a Juris Doctor? I don't know. But Law. She will be the voice of reason because there's going to be a lot of heads go, a lot of egos going at it. We're going to need that voice of reason. She could bring that ragtag group together. Exactly. Exactly. What if... And then Kobe, Kobe's the... the I don't care what anyone says. Kobe is the goat in terms of like pure determination and will. I, I didn't get to see Jordan play, so I can't comment. But like nobody in my lifetime has been... Kobe Bryant. So what if Genghis Khan's like, I was in this, I was searching for supplies in this museum and I found this really cool symmetrical flag that I think we should hang at the front of the ship. He doesn't know the history. He doesn't know the history. I think we would just explain to him like, hey, Genghis, we're not going to hang that flag. It's a bad flag, Genghis. Bad, Genghis. We don't like that flag, Genghis. And we'll if you think... 
maybe wouldn't that be nice? I mean, Vegas probably wouldn't care. He'd be like, mm. but once we told him they were losers, he'd be like, oh, yeah, be like that's a disgusting this. flag. Yeah. Get that loser flag out of my fucking face. Genghis sure. Khan sure. Thing, would not endorse the Confederate flag. I wonder if John Lennon gets irritable when the weed runs out. Oh, bro, the weed wouldn't run out. There's no weed on the boat, Mike. No, there's only weed. The, the <laughs> boat is made of marijuana. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, first off, also, we're, yeah. we got to become allies with the Dolphins. That's a no-brainer. If Unless they take this as an opportunity to strike. They're we're going weak. to. They're going to. They're yeah. going to. Dolphin be... Wars is probably what's the next. I mean, it's, it's what happens when, you know, there's two superpowers, right? The two biggest mm-hmm. dicks on the block, right? They... Yeah, dude, are dolphins even the biggest dick in the ocean? I just, they're smart. They're, very, they're like a very, very. Well, I think very whales smart. are just as smart as dolphins. I don't know about that. I know whales are incredibly intelligent. They're very big. And you don't usually get that big and then also have good opinions on stuff. Dude, have you ever seen whales hunt? Uh, Can't say that I have, no. Oh, yeah. See, you're sleeping. (laughs) You would be so fucking dead when the world floods, bro. You're out here. I'm personally, you know what? I take back everything I said. I'm not teaming up with any human beings. I'm teaming up with the dolphins and the whales. I'm surrendering. I'm going to bring them some dope, get them doped up real good. They're going to depend on me for the dope. This is your best move. They're going to depend on me for the dope. They're going to recognize me as a god because that thing I give them brings them euphoria like nothing else. I'm going to get the narwhals. I'm going to get the whales. Narwhals are are indeed real. I just like seeing people. Some people will be like, what? And they don't know. But But you, you do know narwhals are real, right? Because I'll die. I'll die defending the Narwhal Nation. Next question. Please. Anyways, I'm going to dope them up, mm. create an army, and mm. we're just going to fucking heavy mob, bro. Heavy mob. Again, I'd watch this movie. I'd watch that one too. And the unfortunate thing is, I got kicked off the boat, and that's why I did this. And wow. like, I'm coming for wow. revenge. Did Genghis be like, I'm bleeder now. I just, no, they bad. just didn't. They we didn't like the fact that I just assumed I was. Like, none of them. None of them liked that I just assumed I was the leader. They were like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" Like, we are all so established. We've done so much great, and this this twenty four year old stoner is gonna lead us. Like, no, absolutely not. So they kicked me I'm off. From Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Listen, guys, let's keep the vibes right." Like, and then they kicked me off. Wow, that's um. Do you keep doing the podcast? Yeah, I'm gonna podcast like a, the whole thing, like a pirate radio type thing. Yeah, word. I'm gonna get drunk cool. on so much rum. Nice, nice. Man, I have no idea if this episode had the uh, as good as the other ones. No, no, this episode it definitely started weird. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're gonna have to edit a lot of this episode. I don't do that. How long have we been filming for? I think just over an hour. And like probably gonna need to cut half of that. So Yeah, there's gonna have to be points that are gonna be cut just because like we're talking for a while. Yeah, yeah. I uh do you wanna like just try and talk about something fun? So we might have a clip or something? I think the I think I just talked about something pretty fucking fun, Liam. <laughs> but uh yeah, I could I could bring I just talked about fucking doping up dolphins and you're like, hey, you mind you know, maybe being creative today. Like, you mind maybe coming up with a new idea, Mike? Yeah, let me come up with a new idea on the spot for you, Liam. Let me talk about something fun for Liam because, God, he's just so 
hard to fucking please. Dude, the Rocky Mountains, honestly, sure. I've cried like four times just staring at them. Oh, They're yeah. The best. That's nice. Overwhelming beauty I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, dude, it was like 90, first off, 90 degrees here and 90 degrees in the Northeast, two different games. So nice mm-hmm. here. I could, mm-hmm. I could wear pants in 90 degrees here. But like I'm driving, it's 90 degrees, and there's snow on top of these mountains. Um, gosh dang, Liam, I have never been so just astonished in my life. And I'm still far away from them. You know, Denver, I live in Denver. Denver's like two hours from the Rockies. Yeah. Do you I can um, see them clearly? Yeah. No, I mean it's uh elevation does a fucking crazy thing to the that uh weather and whatnot. I uh yeah, how are you looking forward to the winners out there? Do you I have any like real idea? Like, I'm, I'm definitely to... gonna go to the mountains. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go snowboarding and whatnot. Like, yeah. I'm gonna meet some mountain yeah. bunnies. Like, I'm gonna hit the hit the slopes. Like, Boulder's only like half an hour from here, which is a cool yeah. little mountain town. I definitely am excited to check out Boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it was. I'm not gonna front on you, Liam. My best friend is coming as well. He's moving in in like less than a week he gets here like the second of july you're oh, supposed to come out here soon I as was, well i was i am hopefully i uh was waiting on a call back from a job like you're coming so uh you're coming yeah that is that is that would be that is the hope, that is the hope. i sent you I the the open mics list yes, you, did. you see how many there are yeah, man, uh, Colorado has a much better stand-up scene than Western. Dude, like, Dave Chappelle um, just comes out here and does stand-up randomly yeah, because Colorado's... there's really good weed. Yes, yep, <laughs> that's key. That is key. And it is, yeah, it would um, be a very good uh, strategic maneuver in that regard. Um, especially because right now there's just like a – I can't speak for the scene over there, but there's a very weird division in the stand-up scene out here now with people like, it's not okay to do stand-up yet okay to do stand i'm doing stand up you know and it's like i uh i, I actually I, you know, I, have, I have not been on a stage since march 12th um which yeah, drives Jim. me crazy yeah <laughs> uh i just need to get back up there and like eat shit probably but i still need to just eat shit i miss eating shit you know i miss like i miss Real. everything about it yeah yeah man it sucks but like I, you know i haven't gone out um yet uh couple reasons for that and you know i am all for people out there you know doing it they're doing it safely and stuff i wish i could be there especially when i see some of the comics that i know fucking suck getting stage getting on stage before me uh it drives me up a wall mike i'll be honest drives me crazy so yes i would love to move to colorado and go to the open mics there all speaking speaking on safely like going out safely yeah. My friend and I, she went to Nichols. I don't, do you know Jensen? I don't know if I should. Should we bleep out her name on here? It I think I met her one time. Right. Yes, I did meet her one time. Nice. We went out in Denver the other night, like one of my first nights here. Mm-hmm. First off, I'm still like nursing a hangover. Like that's crazy. It's crazy. I'm so old now. I can't drink like I used to. Like I just get so hungover. It's horrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we went to the bars, dude, and it was super weird because you like you go in and you're only allowed to like socialize with the person you came with like you're not allowed to mingle so you're just like it's like you just drink at home 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. At that, that's what we did. We were we were there for a little bit. We went to like two different bars. Well, more like I was just cool for me to like walk around downtown Denver, you know, get to get to know the scene a little more. So we were just like after a little bit, we were like, you know what? Let's just go back, get hammered there. Like, there's no point in spending money at these bars when we can't even talk to other people. Yeah, it was, it was a really funny scene. There was actually a really, really like this was probably one of the like situationally funny things I've ever been a part of. We were in a, like a club and <laughs> there's probably maybe 20 people in there. The one across the street was overpacked. Like you couldn't even get in anymore. So like this was the overflow. There's like 20 people in this club and there's a song like blaring. It's like blaring EDM music and mm. 20 people super spread out. And all of a sudden it just says, put your fucking hands up. And you see like, like eight hands rise and like bang super hard. And it was just super funny to watch like, the new age of socialization. Like I knew who was about it in that bar when, when we were told to put our hands up and who, who put their hands up. I was like, these people came here to get fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I just long for the days of normalcy as much do much people do, you know, the no more COVID days. I don't know if I, like, I don't know when that will come. I personally think here's what I really think. You know, I think we're going to just have to make a decision that, you know, we either have a very, very, very strict lockdown again for like eight weeks or something and do our best to sort it out and no one fucking leaves, which will never happen in this country, but you could do something like that. Or you, if you aren't comfortable with potentially getting, if you're not confident, but you know, you're an at-risk group. Okay. Like it, you know, it makes more sense probably for people like that to, remain in quarantine, you know, stay safe, take care of yourself, you know, but tying down everything is bad for everyone, you know, and I think eventually we're going to cross if we haven't, I know a lot of people already have, you know, that, you know, if you're going to need to be, if you, if you want to live a life like that, you know, where you're going out and going to bars and stuff, you just got to be okay with the understanding that you can get sick and, those people will go out and with that understanding, you know, and I, I think that's probably where we're at and it's wild how many fucking cases there are and how little people seem to care. We're almost like 150,000 dead and it's like maybe 150,000 dead is enough. You know, it's super fucking crazy because I just left New York, which was yeah. getting fucking swamped, finally yeah. dying down. I moved to Colorado and the fucking, of course, it's spreading. Like, it's Utah is like destroyed right now. Fair, fair. Yeah, but it's coming from the West. It's like coming from the West over to Colorado. Okay. <laughs> I never got it. Listen, bro. Listen. It's closer bro. to the West. I mean, listen. Yeah, but it's coming from the West. Like, like, Utah has it super hardcore right now, and we're right fucking next Mormons. to Utah. Of course they do. They all live together. <laughs> but, yeah, but you say that, but there's a certain other culture that lives together that isn't getting it at all and it's suspect but i'm not going to talk uh, about that on, i'm not going to talk about that on air no i'm not going to talk about that on air that's some that's some shit that we can't get into because we'll get shadow banned and we're not doing that well i cannot wait for the conversation after this yeah podcast. that's something we'll talk about later sure. we'll talk sure. about that off air because that, that that will shadow ban us and i don't want i don't need that life wow. i don't need them no i don't need them knowing i know then you heard you heard that everybody anyway yeah um are you drinking a white claw i am indeed yes. how's that going it's fucking dude 
White Claws really changed the game. Like, sure. beer sucks. Like, I, I don't care if it makes me less of a man. I like a nice, like, craft beer, like a nice, like, heavy beer IPA. It's like Bud Light. Dude, if you drink Bud Light, you're a liar. You're lying to yourself. I don't believe anyone can like that. I don't think anyone can like Bush. I don't think anyone can like, I get taste fucking horrible. Why do you not want to like a tasty lemon seltzer? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. I've been saying it for years. Dude, oh, I'll never forget. I wasn't even drinking a seltzer. I was drinking uh, a white Russian. I was drinking a white mm. Russian in a bar once. Yeah. It's like 35 year old man's talking to me next to me. Don't want him to be talking to me. He's talking about how much greater Michael Jordan is than LeBron James. I don't care what's up. You told the story already. No, I definitely haven't told the story. He says, shit's different, man. You know, back in my day, they would have kicked my ass for drinking a drink like that. Right? Did I tell this story on Good Vibes Live? There's no way. I don't believe that, but like, I believe to you. it like 30 times. So. You've probably listened to it. You've probably heard me. I don't even know if I've told you the story. Maybe you're just assuming because that's exactly what happened. Like, he was just like... <laughs> It was like episode three of this podcast. No, bro, I did not tell this live. Keep telling the story. No, I'm not going to tell the story anymore because if I did tell it. So if you really want to know the story, hit me up. Dude, I told you I deactivated my Twitter. Let's talk about your Twitter, Mike. I deactivated it. Let's, uh, maybe we can can go out on this topic. It's pretty funny. Let's talk about your Twitter. Where, uh, so Mike, when did you start this Twitter account? This Twitter... (laughs) was started at, I don't even fucking, what, was that a year? Was that two years ago? Yeah, probably about. Probably yeah, like two years, years ago. Point, maybe. I yeah. was, a, uh, listen, not to fucking flex, but I'm hilarious on social media. That's and great. so I, I fucking, everyone knows who Gun Girl, well, maybe not everyone knows, but if you don't know who Gun Girl is, she's like a super hardcore conservative, like right. pro-gun girl from Kent State. And she would like walk around with AR-15s and whatnot. She went to Kent State. Kent, I believe Kent. I'm like ninety because I have oh, I have a ton of yeah. I know that's yeah. She definitely went to Kent because that is interesting. But um, I had a ton of followers from Kent State because of because of this, which was funny because I don't fucking know anyone from Kent State. But um, I made a Twitter account about her pooping herself at a party. I like, you know, I just thought it would be funny to talk about her pooping herself. Made it into like a whole account, like of her like pooping, like wearing a diaper and everything. Like yeah. photo photo really editing. Really committed to it. Yeah, yeah. it got like 9,000 followers really, really fast. And yeah. then I plugged my SoundCloud, that wow. blew up. Not to brag, that blew up. Yeah. And then I, then like, I went ghost for like a month because I was like, well, I don't really want to be a Caitlin Bennett like satire page like that's her name by the way that, that was the um that's gun girl blur her name by the way i don't even want i don't want to give her any publicity baitlin benchmenet fucker but anyways anyways uh that's see that was the thing too is like i don't even want to give this girl any like i did it as a joke in the moment and then i realized like all i'm doing is feeding the the fire like she's one of those people who thrive on the hate you know what i mean like her sure. followers like see me as a lib cuck, which I'm not even fucking liberal or conservative. I think both sides are stupid yeah. anyways. Anyways, um, so I decided to change it to a music page for a little bit. And I started just randomly following mad musicians and like only tweeting, you know, plugging people's music. And I lost so many followers. They were like, this isn't what we signed up for. Like, this is so stupid. Like, we're not following you. 
And so then I was like, eventually, because I still had my regular Twitter, and I was using, there, there came a point where I was pretty much just using the big Twitter to retweet my own tweets. I was like, yo, like, why would I not just convert this into my own? So I then converted into my own Twitter and lost so many followers again, because at this point I had been gaining followers for music. Like it was like an independent music thing. And then they were, they were like, wait a minute, we, we are musicians who wanted our music plug. Now we're just following some kid who has dumbass opinions. And yeah, I, so I made it into that. And then I just started putting like wild fucking, like I would get high and like sit there and just like look at Twitter and like freak out. I was like, oh my God, like this stupid app, like, is it, is it me or is it the app? Like, what do I even want? Cause like when you, when you tweet something, you know, you get the immediate feedback of likes and whether you get likes or not. And when you have like, multiple thousand followers when you have multiple thousand followers it fucks with your head oh it fucked with my head i don't know if it fucks with everybody's head but i was like tweeting things and if they didn't get love that i thought they deserved i would get stressed i was like what the f-? i was like i was getting mad i was getting mad i was like these people are so stupid like these people are idiots like i'm tweeting gold here and it was like fucking with me so i, I like got super high one day and like when i would tweet like stuff i didn't think was deserving like it would get you know it would get blow up and i realized it was just like sheep mind on twitter that's a whole different thing i i developed the wrong following anyway i went about it all wrong and like i got super high and just started freaking out and just deactivated the entire twitter and lost all of it just deleted <laughs> deleted the existence of it it's a fucking odyssey like <laughs> it is weird I, uh, like bro, it needed to die it, ne- it never was supposed to be it should have died at, at its birth like i shouldn't have changed it yeah. from anything other than what it was or I should have immediately transitioned into my own instead of doing the stop between in the music thing. Yeah, you were never able to hold on to an audience because you never remained, you know, one. Well, that, that's like kind of who I am though. Like I'm, I'm hella sure. indecisive. Like I'm always going through phases and it was- But, but the point is some, you know, the initial people wanted Poop Girl. And when you weren't exactly. giving, her, giving them Poop Girl, they're like, it's just not what I signed up for. It exactly. Might be cool, not what I signed up for. It wasn't, there's no beef. There's no beef there. I honestly made some friends. Like I have some people from all over the country now that I, that I talk to because of that Twitter, which is really cool. Like that's some shit that like is absolutely slept on with our generation, bro. Like I have Mm. friends that I would have never had, had it not been for making fun of a girl, like for pooping herself deservingly. Like I wouldn't make fun of a random person on the internet. Like this girl deserved to be made fun of. Sure. She was mean. She's a mean-spirited person. Listen, it was an entertaining thing to watch as your friend, the whole thing, uh, all of it. And <laughs> whenever you would uh, like, like or retweet my stuff, which uh, you never did enough, uh, it would always be like my best shit for a while. And like... I enjoyed that, but I could clearly see that the, uh, no one's ready to handle poop girl. Like the, the, no one can steer that ship. (laughs) Like it just hasn't been, you know, and I, I think deactivating it, you know, was a move, you know, it was a move. It was a move. You did it. Listen, man, I had a, I, I had a killer run. I had a killer run. I'm probably going to get back on Twitter eventually, but I think I'm going to do it anonymously next time. Sure. 
I don't want to attach my name. Like I see these, these like big accounts that are like no name attached. You know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. that just have accounts, like fake pictures, everything. And like, they have it right. There's so much less like, I don't need anyone knowing who I am. You know what I mean? I don't need them unless I want them to. I don't need them knowing who I am. You know, we're doing a podcast with video, right? That's different. This is different. This is, I want my name on this. But there's certain things like it gives, it's more artistic freedom to be tweeting from an alias. I could just say whatever, not that Twitter's an art, like anything. If you have an alias, like if you're writing under an alias, you're going to feel freer than you would attaching it to your own name because you know the judgment's going to come back to you rather than just an, an idea. I guess I have balls and like. Sure. Maybe, man, you have bigger balls than I you could okay. tweet, yeah, exactly. See, like I, I'm more affected by the opinions of others. Like when they, when they don't like what I say, it hurts my feelings. Yeah, but it's also like I, I haven't, I don't know what it's like to have nine thousand followers. It and wasn't, it wasn't anything. It was just like, like all the stress was interior. None of it was exterior. Like it was all created in my head. Yeah, yeah. It uh. I don't think human beings are equipped for that. For sure not, dude. For sure not. I actually, like, I want to do a piece on that, like, one day, if I ever can, where, like, you, you know, I want to interview influencers and be like, yo, at what point did you stop becoming yourself? Like, did you become a brand? Did you, be, did you let your brand affect your growth? Like, I, you know, this is just an easy one because a lot of these people exist on Twitter specifically is like the, I hate men, female or women sure. like who have that brand. It's a brand like is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, like all men suck, all men suck. So you're going on horrible dates, you know, but like you're using it for content. And at what point are you like so alienated from reality that you're like stuck in this Twitter sphere where you're just looking to drive out anybody you meet for content. You know what I mean? Well, you see it in all different avenues with art creative types, you know, people that lose themselves in trying to be what they, you know, people get pigeonheld. Yeah. But, you know, they try and do what they want. People might like that, you know, but so often, you know, eventually you get identified for something and then people, you find that audience and then audiences only want you for a certain thing. So it's hard for you to experiment. But it's crazy, especially what's crazy with that is like, these individual like with influencing it's like you're really yourself like you're just a regular fucking 20 year old tweeting and then you become a brand that's the thing that's weird is like they're aware of their own brand you know what i mean like they're they are a brand like the person themselves is the brand so they have to stick to the brand's ideals so like i want to know how that affects you is it just for twitter or has it infiltrated your regular life yeah i mean if i I guess it's just different being, I just look at it. Like I, I'm Liam Marr as a comedian, right? Yeah. Like, That's to, different than an influencer. Like you're, you're doing it on stage. Like you're doing it like in a more real way than the internet. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess that, and that, that's why I think of it differently, I guess. For sure. Like, you know, when, like it's, it's, uh, you know, I've gotten some tweets that got a ton of likes, but it doesn't feel half as good as like making people smile. Oh, I like, can in imagine. Real life and like, 
seeing them laugh and shit, and you're like, yeah, that's me, I did that. <laughs> like, I fucking got them, you know. That's better. Definitely feels better. I think what it is with social media is that a lot of, like, these influencers, a lot of these bigger names have, like, uh, have a lot of, like, social anxieties, too, so it's easier for them to be, but I'm, you know, I don't want to classify them all and say they all have social anxiety, but it's definitely like a common thing, especially on Twitter is like depression, and anxiety. Like it's, it almost seems like people want to have depression yeah, and anxiety. Those, those to fit in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a lot of people, you know, self-identify with that. And so like, you're now perpetuating this own thing. You're talking about your, your, your depression and anxiety all the time. And like that has to affect your your mental on the daily bro if you're focusing on this 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 thing that you view as a negative about yourself and you're you're tweeting about it all the time about how depressed and anxious you are like i feel like it would only make it worse it's a very dangerous thing when a negative element of your life can like reward you it's like drug addicts and music like musicians who make amazing music on drugs and then like make music sober and people don't receive it the same way it's like, oh, I need the drugs to make good music. Yeah, I need to, I, go, you know, you suck sober. I, I know comics that have been told that. And shit. Mm-hmm. Any it's artist, like, any artist. Yeah, man, dude, if anyone ever, that would fuck me up, I guess. Yeah, for sure, yeah. dude, that would for sure fuck somebody up. Especially if you battle with addiction and like, you're just like, damn, like, I, but the thing is like, here, here's the thing. Every, if you're funny drunk or if you're funny high, you're funny sober, like, that you have that in you that that exists it's just a matter of yeah. finding it like you gotta love like dude self-help podcast self-help podcast you gotta you have to love yourself more than the drugs and alcohol or like whatever the addiction is and like when you love yourself that much like you're gonna be funny because you're just funny you're just a funny drugs person. bring out something though you know it, it helps creative types push boundaries in their own head and come to terms with stuff. My, my argument is that that's always in you. I think drugs bring it out. Yeah. There's healthier ways to get it out for sure. Like meditation. Yeah. Or just take time and, you know, figure out other outlets and other ways to do it. Mike, we gotta, we're going real long. We're going real long. Yeah. We have the vibes have been off the whole time. I think it's been pretty good vibes. You think so? I don't think it's been as funny, but like, it's not yeah. a funny time. Sure. We're just going to pretend yeah. like in the next episode that there's nothing going on. Maybe we'll, we'll figure it. We'll play it by ear okay. for the next episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, that's how we, that's how we do it. Every time we exactly. Something's not going on. But, uh, yeah. I think okay. now nah, I'll tell you after. Oh, sure. but let's, let's do our songs. Songs of the week, of course, or, you know, the song of the month. <laughs> yeah right should we do yeah. four songs should we do should we do four songs i'll do two two okay yeah all right i, I just feel two. like we did eight songs at once that's a lot all right, so you give your first song and i'll give my first song and then you give your second song and i'll give my second song all right yeah give me uh just just one moment all right i could give my first song if you want that hit it all right it's welcome back by mace i think it's perfect do you know that song liam don't think I do. Oh, you're gonna. Lie. It's perfect for us returning. It's it's called Welcome it's the Return Back. Song. It's it the is the perfect return song. If we could have it as the intro to this episode, which we can't for no. legal no. purposes, but if we could, sure if, able to if we it. could, we would. I'm gonna send the song to you right now. Sure. 
Can I play it? Can I play it? Like, no. would we get we would get in yeah. trouble for that? No, do not play it. Who's gonna fucking stop us, dude? We're not profiting anyway. How can we get like in trouble? It's like an algorithm thing. Like, uh, you know, it's not like you play a fucking Jeezy song. He's not there checking out like this piece of shit. No, no, I don't think it's them. But like, yeah. I guess I guess it would be YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Content ID strikes and stuff, which are very serious. You get like three of them, and then you're off the platform. Really. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's a really serious thing. I mean, it makes sense. We shouldn't be able to use other people's music without their permission. Unless it's parody or reaction videos, which is fucking crazy. Oh, that's interesting. What what if I react to... I, I, I don't know all the laws. I'll figure them out. But yeah, I mean, there's reasons why people do like reaction videos and like you can, right? I think it's considered um, something content. I don't know. All right, what's your fucking song, Liam? Okay. This song is called... The Diamond Church, hold on. The Diamond Church Street Choir the by the Church Gaslight Street Anthem. Choir. Okay. All right. Just you listen know, to it sometime. You want to know what my next song is? Sure. Australia Street by Sticky Fingers. Oh, Sticky Fingers. That's a vibe. Fucking call. Dude, they just dropped, they just dropped a new single too uh, called Cyclone for... You know, if you don't want to listen to our playlist, but you want to listen to Sticky Fingers, they just dropped the no no free plugs. I take it back. I don't know if they dropped anything. <laughs> I don't know if they dropped anything. <laughs> oh man, fuck. Um, the times they are a changing to Bob Dylan. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I just feel like it's a good song. And I, agree. I agree. Hopefully, pertinent to things going on. That was it, I guess. This was episode two. Yeah, this was episode five ish. Five ish. Five six. Five seven. I mean, we've we've hey, listen, we've recorded one, but we didn't put it out. Yeah, it was too. uh, The world was was too emotional. It was too. Yeah, the world was burning. The world was burning. Wasn't the time. Yeah, wasn't the time. Um, it's gone. The file's gone. Um, we can cry about something sometime. I'm sure if you guys want to see that. Uh, if y'all want to see, listen, if this Patreon, is sincere. Patreon, we'll do a Patreon tier when we have enough people where all it is is just cry videos. We just get really, really raw and talk about if the most guys, raw. <laughs> if you guys want to see me cry, I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it on camera for two likes, two likes, two, two fucking it. retweets. I'll do it. He's, he's, got, he's off Twitter. He's, he's fucking. I'm fiending for this shit, man. <laughs> just, just fucking tell me you like me, man. Tell me you like me. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man! Well, episode five, Al Gore. What was it? Al Gore. Al Gore created global warming. Al Gore created global warming. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be great for the algorithm. So, <laughs> all right, Mike, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna chill out here. Uh, close up the video. Uh, thanks to anyone that listened or watched this whole way through. Uh, you're special and you matter. Peace. Stop it. Uh, End it. Cool.